Uh, yesterday, we got some sad news. It's uh, been a longstanding tradition that the unofficial ending of summer is when the Canadian National Exhibition starts. And they announced because of COVID, they would be canceling the exhibition. This is only the second time in history, in the 142-year history of the CNE, that it has not gone ahead. And we're joined now by John Carew, who is, in fact, uh, closely associated with the CNE. He is the president of the uh, CNEA. Welcome to the show, John. Good to have you on. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Really sad news, because this is a tradition um, with so many families. It's, you know, the unofficial ending of summer, the, the acts. Can you give us a little history lesson on the original purpose for the CNE when it started? It, was, it started as a Toronto, <clears throat> sorry, industrial uh, exhibition, uh, and a uh, number of years from 1879, uh, I believe it was in 1912, that it uh, uh, remorphed itself to be the Canadian National Exhibition. I think we uh, we all know that, you know, that was the first place that the, the radio uh, was unveiled, TVs, etc., washing machines and fridges. Uh, I mean, every year, uh, people used to go to the uh, Canadian National Exhibition, not only to watch uh, the sale of uh, livestock, but also to come forward and experience in a fair-like atmosphere some of the innovation that has been brought forward. And I guess that's where the CNE has sort of dropped the ball slightly over the last little while. The innovation has been mainly in how freaky can our food get. Um, when we are so technologically savvy, there are some saying that this pause might actually be an opportunity to reimagine and reinvent what the CNE could be, bring it back to its glory days. But let's talk before we get to that. Let's talk about how obviously this is an emotional blow to some people because it's a traditional um, thing that people do at the end of the summer. But um, how big of an economic loss is the exhibition not going forward this year for the province and the city of Toronto? $128 million is the economic impact for the province and $93 million directly for the City of Toronto, GTA area. Uh, so uh, the impact is absolutely significant. And, you know, the decision to cancel our season wasn't taken lightly. Uh, we also recognize the significant impact that the absence of the 20 fair will have on thousands of employees. We hire some 5,000 young adults. Uh, that use some of the revenue they make, uh, you know, over the couple of months that they're hired, uh, even though it's an 18-day fair. A lot of people come on early for training and, and the like, as well as uh, the hundreds of artists and vendors whose livelihoods depend on the 18-day fair. So uh, the impact is beyond just the economic impact numbers, but the direct impact on livelihood. I've always wondered when you see the farm animals and you have 140 farm animals that come to the X every year, um, what that actually does for uh, the farmer. Is that promoting their livestock so that they can get business out of it? What at the end of the day does this do for farmers? I, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a combination of uh, bringing those uh, animals to, uh, to town, basically, for some of the kids and young adults to see where their meals actually come from. Uh, and, and that whole industry is promoted. Uh, but absolutely, a lot of those animals are, are brought down through associations that represent livestock, uh, a lot of independent farmers, etc. So uh, fundamentally, we truly are an agricultural fair. That's where our roots come from, and we still are governed by that act. So uh, the fair, uh, the horses and the like are all a part of the tradition of the CNE. 
They have been upstaged by the food as of late, though, and there are 700 vendors and exhibitors. What were you hearing as you were getting ready to make this decision um, with the board uh, from vendors and exhibitors? Well, uh, other than the fact that they will miss the opportunity to be out there um, and certainly uh, the loss of the revenue that uh, that, that this fair generates. Uh, So there was definite concern, but at the same time, everybody understands that safety always comes first at the CNE. And, uh, you know, we are in solidarity with the collective efforts to curb this global pandemic. And uh, they all agreed that, that this was the right decision. Even though this is a yearly event that probably is a fairly well-oiled machine by now, um, you have to start getting ready for the fair quite early on. Do vendors and exhibitors have any insurance that they can lean on if there's a cancellation like the CNE being canceled this year? Um, I really don't know what their policies are that, that they're involved. They have insurance with us that we make sure that they are insured for any issues that may arise out of their participation in the CNE, et cetera. But I suspect, like many businesses that have been caught up in this pandemic, uh, many of them don't carry that broader coverage uh, that would, uh, you know, provide them uh, coverage uh, during this period. This is the second time in the history of the CNE that it has been closed down. The last time was during World War II. Give us a little background on how long the fair was shut down and, and what, it, what the fairgrounds were used for. Yeah, uh, 1942 to 46, uh, pretty well the length of the uh, the war since uh, uh, through that period. And uh, the grounds were uh, basically seconded for the use by the military for training and uh, deployment. So uh, uh, there literally were, and there still are in some of the horse paddocks and the horse building, etc., carvings of, of the young men and women that, uh, that deployed out of there. Uh, with their uh, division markings uh, carved into some of those uh, stalls. So uh, it does have a long and rich history. Um, You know, it's part of the Fort York properties that used to be out there before the fort. So, uh, yeah, but 1942 to 46 was the last time we fully uh, canceled the CNE. We've had other little blips, uh, the the blackout in uh, 2003, the first four days of the fair were closed, but never in its complex, in its entirety have we ever had to shut the uh, fair. This is truly the first time since the uh, Second World War. Now, when things like this happen at the other side, when we come through the other side, uh, sometimes it gives us an opportunity to reinvent ourselves. I understand you're not going to wait that long uh, because uh, on your press release, said that um, we'll still be able to follow the fair in creative and innovative ways at Let's Go to the X on Twitter, as well as some channels on Facebook and Instagram. And at the X.com, you're going to be releasing some interesting content. What is that? Do you have an idea of what that's going to look like? Yeah, staff is um, staff is hard at work. You got to remember that this is a year-round effort. We have 42 full-time staff, and then we uh, match up with, uh, along with our vendors, to that 5,000 that we hire. Uh, so yeah, we definitely want to stay relevant and uh, uh, top of mind, especially during the 18 days that the fair would have taken place from August uh, 21st to uh, September 7th. Uh, so we have a very, very rich archive. Uh, many of the concerts, I'm sure you'll recognize uh, the Beach 
Boys, uh, Supertramp, Glen Campbell, uh, Mariana's Trench, and the like uh, that uh, um, that that we have recordings of, even recordings of of uh, the concert that took at the old Exhibition Stadium. Uh, so uh, they're going. Uh, staff is going through all that stuff. Obviously, we'll have some legal obligations that will need to be met in order for us to to air that. But uh, amongst that are also some uh, some interesting photographs, etc. So, uh, you know, maybe a CNE memory hour every so often during that period will will get out there. But uh, look, we have a we have a strong following. A million and a half people can't be wrong. And that's what visits mm-hmm. are uh, are fair annually. Um, we may be hokey, we may be pokey, but it's ours. It's Toronto's, it's Ontario's, it's Canada's. And, yeah. and we celebrate those successes. I think, you know, when I think of hokey and pokey, I love them, but the smaller fall fairs, what does the CNE uh, canceling this year mean to their fate? Well, you know, we have the ambassadors of the fairs, a tradition that has gone for a number of years. And uh, as those uh, exhibitions or, or expositions and, and fairs don't happen, um, I suspect that they uh, will not do uh, not. Uh, you know, be sending ambassadors. Well, nobody will in, in light of the closing. Right. Uh, but nonetheless, so, uh, we we hear from uh, CAFE, the Canadian Association of Fairs and Exhibitions, uh, that potentially uh, there will be some fairs that won't make it uh, because of this, because mm-hmm. like us, all these fairs are non-for-profits that uh, use the revenues from the year generated before to fund the following year. And even ourselves, we'll find ourselves in some, uh, you know, financial tight spots. Yeah, it, it, the, the mayor of Toronto has said this could be an opportunity to reimagine the CNE. Uh, you called it hokey and pokey, and I think s- some people love that about it. Some people think, ah, I'm going to take a pass. I've been there, done it. So what can you see moving forward as, uh, as th- this? Is it an opportunity to reimagine the CNE? And what could that look like in your mind? We've been working on innovation. Innovation Garage became very popular over the last two or three years where people have been able to showcase their creativity. Uh, The art sector is very prominent within the CNE. Um, You know, artificial intelligence, AI and stuff are certainly uh, moving into it. Uh, we're we're open to any and all suggestions. Uh, you know, every day we we continue to take away new learnings from the global and local response to the pandemic as well. It's in- inevitable that we will see lasting changes that come out of this uh, coronavirus, from how we work, how we go to grocery stores, and we're not uh, naive enough to. Uh, uh, to ignore the fact that uh, these changes will also uh, affect uh, attendance at large-scale events such as the CNE. So it's going to be a combination of reflecting and respecting uh, the new normal, uh, but also to take a look at the opportunities that uh, that will continue to draw the million and a half plus people uh, to our events. 